catch up with the entire season of Pandora anytime on the CW app or download it on iTunes. You can also watch Pandora in Canada on the Space Channel. Welcome to Unboxing Pandora, the podcast where we take a behind-the-scenes look into the hit CW show, Pandora. On today's show, we're joined by very special guests Akshay Kumar and Nicole Castello-Avramatis to talk about their new series regulars roles on Pandora. We get an update on Season 2, talk of their journey to becoming actors, and might even reference Star Wars. I'm the writer's assistant on Pandora, Peter Holmstrom, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. So uh, I am Nicole Castillo Mavramatis, and I am playing Zazie Nichols in season two of Pandora. Uh, my name is Akshay Kumar, and I'm playing Jet Anamali in season two of Pandora. Awesome, fantastic! Um, now we're obviously here to talk about season two, and it's going to be amazing. But um, first, why don't you guys uh, tell us a bit about yourselves, where you guys come from, and how you guys got into acting? Oh man! <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm based. Uh, I was born and bred in uh, in London. Uh, I've lived practically my whole life in just different parts of London. And I got into acting. I think my mum got me into like a stage school, like a Saturday stage school, when I was like ten, eleven, because she was terrified that I wouldn't be able to speak to people when I get to high school. Because I just I was a I'm not an antisocial kid. I was just a very quiet kid and it started to worry her so she's put me into the stage school in a, in, a, in a hope to inject some confidence into my being and then uh things sort of spiraled into creative madness and i became a dancer for a little while and then around 16 17 i became an actor and went to drama school and then was working throughout drama school and then 10 years later i'm here <laughs> so, so yeah that's that Cool. Um, so I actually started off as a dancer. I'm still a dancer now, um, uh, but I got into musical theatre and um, only very recently, maybe in the past three, two, three years, I've got into like strict acting, basically. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't really gone to a school for acting or anything like that. So as a dancer, I, I started working and like kind of just, it just kind of flowed in that direction. And, you know, I started getting booked for jobs as an actor and that's kind of how I got into it. And, you know, I managed to book this job, which is amazing. And now I'm best <laughs> It's your first, is it your first TV yeah, show? Yeah, this is my first. It's your first TV show. Yeah. Wow. Like, <laughs> amazing. It's going to be 10 years to get here. What's going on? <laughs> someone's doing something, someone's doing something really right. So, uh, figure. Oh, we all have, we all have different roads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I got to tell you, I had no idea you were from England. Your American accent is awesome. It's so cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's one of those awesome. things. Like, you know, people from Britain sometimes don't do too well with American accents. We're very sloppy yeah. speakers over here. That's one thing I know. And, and British people, they tend to like enunciate too much. And we're just, we're not, but your accent is spot on. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I took my, my Thanks, dude. I took my London sloppiness and just sort of changed a few of the vowel sounds and some of the consonants. And, you know, I, it's a real hang up I have about, you know, bad accents, especially if I'm doing a bad accent. I'm, I'm the first one to know about it. Particular. Very particular. <laughs> so um, um, that's like the best compliment I could ever get. Like, even if my performance was rubbish, I'd be like, you like my accent? Great. You believe me? Amazing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Thanks, dude. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, now, yeah. Nicole, I'm curious about the audition process for you because this was your first yeah. major show like like walk us through mm -hmm. that whole process 
So I actually, uh, I got the auditions through, through my agent around January this year. Um, and you know, I read the brief and everything and it was a, it was for me, it was just a self tape audition. And, um, I read the brief and I was like, Oh, this, she sounds so cool. You know, this sounds like a cool character. And so I, um, <clears throat> I had a few days and I basically just sent off a self tape through my agent. Um, and then I, I didn't hear anything for a few weeks. And so I, I almost kind of forgot about it. You know, they would say like, you do the audition and then you forget. So you don't overthink, you don't worry. And so I kind of just put it aside and I was like, okay, that's done. Cool. Um, and then I think beginning of February, I got a message. My, I think my age was like late on a Saturday night. And um, I was like, oh, I got a message from my agent on a Saturday night. Hmm, interesting. Something's wrong. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. It's just like, we just want to let you know that... Um, uh basically rob kelly had gotten in touch with them who's the casting director and and basically just said you know they they want to book you for for zazie nichols for pandora and i was like what shut up <laughs> are you serious it was yeah it was it was very exciting um and obviously we, we went through quarantine and lockdown and now we're here yeah <laughs> finally made it oh so. uh, yeah we're finally yeah it's it's been quite uh quite it's amazing everyone is just so great yeah, yeah. So just just to be working, it's like you'll never take advantage of being exactly. on a job again. No, yeah, because yeah. Lord knows when the next pandemic hits and everyone's screwed. You know, so there's been a few lucky lucky people who had something to look forward to on the other end of lockdown. Whereas most actors I know sort of had no idea what life was going to be like after life returned to this new normal. Right. So it's good. Yeah, it's good. Well, well I think I mean so much. It's still unknown too. Uh, you know, here in America, they haven't even restarted production really on anything. And it's, mm. uh, I keep hearing rumors that the the new Batman movie is only going to be shot on sound stages now. Like that's just how. Oh it's really? Going. Yeah. yeah. And is, that like, the, oh, that's is, cool. is that the Robert Pattinson one, right? Yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah, I mean, it could just be a rumor, but still, it's you know, like two hundred million dollar feature, and it's all going to be green screen shots. Exactly. Yeah. It needs to get done, and they'll like. Oh, I love our industry is that we'll find a way to get it done because yeah. Yeah. we have to. Exactly, exactly. We don't leave ourselves the option. Oh, let's just can it, you know, mm. very rarely. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually not really an option. Yeah, so yeah. You, you bend the rules, you break the rules, you just make it happen because you, exactly. you, your life depends on it, your creative life depends on it, which yes. is what you kind of feel when, you, when you're here with everyone. Mm. Everyone is so geared up towards getting to the end and like getting yeah. through it yeah. and like getting all the work in, getting all the shots in, all the scenes done, and it's, it really puts a, a real new focus on the day-to-day life which mm-hmm. is it's beautiful it's beautiful mm-hmm. to be around yeah now, anyway. before we get too much into uh <laughs> 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 round <laughs> before we get too much into season two though uh actually i want to i want to know um in season one you played the role of jet and he mm. was uh such a memorable character you know i uh for me especially because like he, he's it's such a contained story he starts out being a guy that you don't really like he does some shitty things but then in the end there's that twist there's a turn that suddenly makes you reconsider who he is as a person and, and gets you to sympathize with him in a profound way. Oh, you're hurting me, man. That 
What is my intention? What do you want? You tell us, genius. You're the one with all the tricked out Uber tech, so you must have all the answers. Yeah, something about Pilar, right? You are correct, Jax. He does possess a keen degree of mental acuity after all. What do you want me to say? I couldn't resist sending out that hollow nude after she flamed me. We know you are the one who hacked her data port and forced her to behave in such an uncharacteristic fashion. No, I didn't hack anybody. You, you can't hack the data stream. It's impossible. How did you find out about the back door in the data stream? What back door? I have no idea what you're talking about. If you continue to be duplicitous, I may be forced to apply some Zatarian methods of persuasion. We call it the Mind Ripper. The English translation is not entirely accurate, but I believe you get the point. I've never tried this on a human before, but there's a first time for everything. Okay, no, 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 look, 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 I'm, I'm sorry I embarrassed your friend, okay, but I never hacked her. I don't, I don't want to have that kind of tech. Like, really? Uh, hello, what is this? I'm commencing a mind rip. Well, okay, okay, look, it's all fake. Okay, my implants don't actually do anything. They're just for show. Speak. The hacker crowd I run with, they can afford all this incredible tech, or you know, their parents can anyway. My family don't have the credits to afford it, so I fake it. This, this is just an ordinary contact lens. And, and this, this, this is a real data port, but it isn't connected to anything, and this tech on my face is a cheap fake. Guys, I, I couldn't have hacked your friend, or anyone, even if I wanted to. I think he's telling the truth, Raylan. If you did not hack Pilar, then who did? But how the hell should I know? You know, but, th but at the same time, that was just a one and done acting role for you, right? Like you came in, you did an episode. There wasn't any notion that you would um, do any more beyond that one. Um, yeah. So what was it like, you know, when you got the call back that, hey, you're being up to a series regular? Oh, man, it was it was nuts. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the first inkling that I got that there may be a life for Jet outside of episode six, season one was I, I got an email from Mark and I hadn't met Mark at all until mm. two weeks ago. But uh, he emailed me maybe a couple of days after I got home, back to the back to the UK, and mm. just said that we've been watching the rushes of the episode, we've been watching the dailies of the episode, and I would love to have you back for season two. Steve and I would love to have you back for season two. Amazing. And my heart was just like, oh my god, all right, thanks. <laughs> well, I hope you get season two. <laughs> and then um, I think like fast forward to to October, and I read a reporter article saying that uh, or his deadline was about to be like. I'm so happy for you guys. I hope it goes amazing. And then he, he wrote the funniest email back saying, you know, I'm not one of those guys that BSs you and says, I want you back when I don't. I want you back. And if, and if, we, if we get everything in place, you are coming back if you want to come back. And I, and you know, I, you know, and I, I had, I think that's that last scene, the, you know, the scene where Jet sort of confesses that he's a fraud, essentially. Mm -hmm. Without that scene, I don't think he would have had a life after... Mm -hmm after this because you know you in the in the in the interim between season one and season two as an actor you do your backstory you just kind of see where is he, where did he go and why is he why has he come back so different so you know in my head he's gone through this like identity crisis and he's no longer trying to be a cool kid he just wants to be a good guy mm -hmm. 
So not that he's come back like a born again Christian, but he's come back sort of <laughs> just wanting to be a nice dude, you know. He probably got a you know a beating from his parents when he got back to his home planet or something. Like, how dare you treat women like that? <laughs> like my parents would do it if I could do anything like that. So I was, you know, when I read the first four episodes back in, um, I think uh, Mark sent them through somewhere in like Feb, March time, mm. first, yeah, end of Feb, yeah. first four episodes. And I was so relieved and so happy with how he was going about handling Jet's journey. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the whole the whole writing team. And it's just been a joy so far, you know. So I'm, I'm so happy because it, it's the only way I could think he could, he could come back was if he was trying to be a better man. And he goes from this this rogue you love to hate to someone who wants to be part of the group you know he wants to be accepted he wants to be acknowledged as a, as a good guy and he actually has some sort of useful talents as well that contribute to the overall dynamics of, of the, the main gang so uh, I won't say anything more because <laughs> that would be a spoiler <laughs> yes. but yeah I think that's, that's probably too much in itself but um, yeah I'm, I'm just really happy so far about what I know about where he's going yeah. So yeah, man, I'm just, I'm so happy to to just be here. Nicole, wa- walk us through a little bit of you get these. So when you you get these first episodes, you read them through. What's the process like of developing the character for yourself beyond just what's on the written page? I think um, well, a lot of developing her character came from. Uh, you know, kind of trying to find where she came from, finding her backstory. Um, A a big part of that changed when I got here because, you know, you're in the environment, you meet the actors working from with Akshay was completely changed, like the way that I saw her as a character. But even just from the beginning, reading her experiences and and then kind of going back and asking myself, like, why is she here? Where does she come from? Uh, You know, what's her family like? um, what has she had to go through to, to be here? And there's certain little, you know, clues that we get in the script. And you, from there, you kind of just create this, this full model of a person, um, which I feel like very much blends with who you are as a person, mm-hmm. as an actor, mm-hmm. um, playing that character. Um, for me, I feel like Zazie very much, she uh, hold her very close to my heart. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of her, a lot of me in her. Um, and I feel like that, you know, reading, reading through the scenes and kind of going through it and being, I was in the situation, how would I feel? And then, you know, thinking back, okay, well, she's had to go through this in her life. How, you know, how would she react to that? Affect the way that she will react to this person. And I feel like a big part of also creating the character, like I said, comes from being being in the moment being in the scene and working with the actors on set and um yeah like i really attribute a lot of that to actually like we definitely uh finalize like a lot of her you know just her personality and, and her reactions to things just you know by being able in the scene it, it really brings it to life it your intention and then and then i feel like the final steps is you're in the scene and you you react to the person who you're doing the scene with and the other actor does some weird crap yeah. <laughs> you're just like, what is going on right now? okay i feel completely different just watching like watching jet you know react one way to me coming like 
coming into the scene, it completely changed the way that I felt about the scene and the way that I felt like she would respond to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like a massive part is, you know, being here, being, being, working with the other actors, working on set. It really like completes that, uh, idea of who she is. And, you know, she grows over time as, as everyone does, but, mm. um, I, yeah, I definitely attribute a massive part of that to the actors that I'm working with here. They're, they're an amazing cast. They're really wonderful. And yeah. Um, so that's the process. <laughs> you know, she's, that's sassy. She's, sassy. she's a, she's, I would say she's very sassy, you know, uh, she's quite spunky, which I feel like you'll find in the second season. And she, I feel like she's, she's quite human as a, as a, as a character. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. which she's very grounded. Yeah. Which I, I hope you, you guys see when you, when you watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's a she's a sassy character that one. <laughs> yeah. The name's That's so right, yeah. <laughs> Hello Zally. In a weird cockney accent. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tell us it. a bit about um what the set life is like right now. I mean Pandora is one of the first shows to really start filming again since the twenty twenty COVID quarantine. So uh what's what is the environment like there? There's definitely a lot more restrictions than I feel like we would have had. Um, like, I don't think it's anything that's really hindered our, our way all. of life at all. And, you know, we're all really willing to uh, follow these rules and, you know, have these precautions because it keeps everyone safe. Um, there's a lot of social distancing happening. Um, we're, all very, we're all very diligent students. So. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's very sensible yes. and responsible. <laughs> no one does anything crazy on no. a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of sanitizing. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, everyone is very cautious on set. Um, most people, I think all the crew wear masks apart from, yeah, all the crew wear masks. Um, except us. When we're except in, us, when yeah. We're, when we're in the scene in front of the camera, yeah. then that's the only time the masks really Yeah, out. yeah. But if we're not working, we, we have to wear masks yeah. as well. Uh, we get tested very frequently. Um, and you know, I think us as a cast and and the crew, you know, everyone's really careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's you know it, it definitely hasn't affected the actual on set work. No. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the hard thing is you can't see when people are smiling. Like you know, people say, "Hey, how are you doing?" And then I can't see if they're smiling. So I'm yeah. like, "Are you happy?" <laughs> and then they'll, they'll sneakily pull their mask down and show them they're grinning. I'm like, oh, "Okay, you're good." <laughs> yeah. I can't tell if you say if you say good morning with a smile. <laughs> But no, everyone's really playing by the rules because yeah. essentially at the end of the day, we all want to continue to work. We all mm-hmm. want to continue yes. and get to the end of the job. And that is the main priority. So we've, exactly. we're all definitely on the same page about doing whatever it takes. Gotcha. You know, even if we get a little bit frustrated with certain things, you just you do what it takes you because you love your it, job yeah. and you should just shut up and be grateful that you have a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Plus nobody wants to put anyone else at risk or the production at risk, you know. So, yeah, everyone's, everyone's acting really good with it. Um, yeah. But in terms of restrictions or new rules or the, the new way of filming, it, not much has changed, really. Yeah, it's funny, like, within this bubble of, of the studio and of this job, it's, it's very normal. It's, mm-hmm. You know, from day one, this is all we've kind of known. So you're very quickly adjust to the strangeness of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you don't get over 
pretty fast. Yeah. Mm. So that's nice. Mm. Yeah. You guys are, uh, remind me now, but you guys have finished filming 202? Or are you on to, where are you guys at? We, we we've got one more day of 202 yeah. uh, okay. tomorrow. Great. Uh, our final season episode. Uh, and then I think I was shooting, and then three starts, I think, on Wednesday. Yeah. Two or three starts Wednesday. And then we don't have a schedule just yet. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing schedule. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, we've had a few days off, uh, because they shot a section on a, on a different planet, which we were not on. We were on earth, sadly, (laughs) um, running around the academy, like a bunch of hooligans, causing trouble trouble everywhere. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, you know, we've, we've had like 10 days on. Yeah. 10. And then, yeah. And then we'll have a bit more time off. We'll it's just like, it makes you just want to work. You just want to work. Oh my God. Yeah. You know. Get me to set. We're yeah. like, we want to go back to work. <laughs> but we also like, I, I'm thinking you had to, and you better hold on to your hats because. Yeah, it's going to get busy. It's <laughs> going to get crazy. It's going to get real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing I, I really appreciate about this show and even in season one before I only came onto the show in season two, but even in season one, I absolutely mm. loved about this was um, the, the issue of, of, of class structure in the show. And it's, it's something that I find a lot of shows don't really hit anymore. You know, like mm. some shows it's like, even if you're coming from a poor background, you always have this like ridiculously lavish apartment or something. And you're just like, yes. okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's um, realistic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I really appreciate about this show is, is, that it gets into it. It gets into it and it, it addresses it in a profound way. So I'm curious about the way that you're able to um, develop those characters within yourself and also stepping it out a bit, like working with the writers to, to, uh, to flesh out that character even more. Like I know Mark, is, our showrunner, is there on set. You know, do you, are you able to have conversations mm-hmm. with him about like how you see the character and, and stuff like that? Absolutely. I, I, um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, I've been, I've, I've been probably more. It's been more of a uh, a two way conversation than mm-hmm. I'm used to mm-hmm. when we're discussing a character. And part of me, you know, you feel like okay, you're returning. You you don't really have you don't really have the right to state your state your opinion sometimes. But Mark is incredibly open, and we, we uh, you know, I, I came to I came into the for makeup tests with lockdown hair, which mm. was like super long. And I was like, I don't know what you're going to do with my hair. I'm kind of sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like coming, you know, it was long and it was sort of piratey and stuff. And then, um, you know, I, I, I was talking to Mark about like why I think it was so important. It sounds, it sounds sort of trivial in the long run, but Jet's hairstyle had to sort of be softer than mm-hmm. it was sort of razor sharp and, Edgy. Very overly, overly compensating in the edgy department in order to go with his fake image. So I, I, I needed him to soften. I needed him to, I needed to him to appear softer. That he's let go of those, much like I've had to in my life, let go of those sort of obsessions about hair being perfect and, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> so I was very open about that, and I was scared that you know, you're, you're always scared that the you know person in charge is going to say eh, no. But I had this idea, but he very quickly said, dude. Your character, your instinct, I like it, do it. Mm-hmm. And that came in, you know, with costume 
as well. You know, we, we had some conversations about costume and, um, and I think I explained that at dinner, I explained like what kind of what I said to you about Jet and his redemption. And this is what he's after. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, I love it. Cool. Amazing. Do it. <laughs> so it's just been a very like, okay, cool. You just, you have this and you, you just get to play. Yeah. And you feel so comfortable. You feel so safe on set that you can yeah. be a bit cheeky with some ad-libbed one-liners, you know, you can, you can, you know, express some of that inner stuff that's going on in the moment and you're not going to get shot down for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really, it's really liberating the whole, Every day I've had, we've had on set so far has been incredibly liberating where you can just play. Despite time restrictions and despite all that stuff that every production has, you have the right to play. And you are told to use that right. And it's, it's so freeing. And not everyone I've worked with has been like that, but Mark is definitely a gem in that sense. Yeah. Wonderful. And Brett as well. So Brett, Brett Simmons has been directing episodes one and two, and he, him and Mark are very sort of simpatico like about that thing. And it's like, all right, in this one, go on, say that thing you wanted to say. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then the, your inner child comes out and you say something stupid, and he's like, that was pretty good. That's great. That's great. That's like, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, I feel like they, they create both Mark and Brett um, really create a very comfortable environment for you to just feel confident to try out different things and, and feel confident to make choices as an artist, as an actor towards your character, which I feel like may not always happen. Mm. Um, it, you know, the same thing happened with me with certain costume choices. And, you know, it, it's a very much like, like actually I was saying, it's a very much a two way conversation. You know, mm. you, you have spent three, four months with this character, developing them, you know, working out their flaws, working out their background working out their fears whatever their secrets whatever and um so you you get to know them a little bit and you know if you say if you talk to them and you'll you express your concerns or you say like i, I really feel like i don't know i she would react this way or she she would feel this way towards this or she would she wouldn't really wear this but you know she might wear this they're very open they're very like uh accepting of though of your ideas come in and i feel like it, it makes you feel very respected Absolutely. as a performer as, a, as an artist that your your opinions are respected and um they trust you and you feel very trusted and yeah i think brett and and both of them that you know they really create this wonderful environment um both brett and mark because it's yeah it, it's very very comfortable makes you feel very confident <laughs> and then you can do weird crap and, and then you feel, can, yeah, then you can feel do bad some, about it some weird like we've done some weird stuff yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, I'm sure there's been scenes that I've almost completely ad-libbed. <laughs> almost completely. <laughs> that's a, that's a don't, don't say that. <laughs> don't tell the writer. I definitely stuck by the script. <laughs> word for word. Word for word. Verbatim the script. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, <laughs> they're, very, they're very happy to have you play, which yeah. is wonderful. Um, it, it makes you feel very respected and, and trusted as, a, as, a, as an actor, yep. which I think is really amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the best compliment that you can give to Brett and to Mark is that just, yes. that, you know, from an actor's perspective, I mean, that's wonderful to hear. That's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Man. Um, incredible did, dynamic duo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did you guys grow up as, as genre fans, as sci-fi genre fans? Or, uh, you know, what were some of your early influences as, as actors? Oh, man. Do you want to go first? I might be here a while. Do you want to go first? <laughs> well, I mean, 
I'm not sure. I feel like I wasn't very interested in sci-fi growing up. Um, like I said, like I, I really only got into acting in the past few years, but I feel like uh, growing up, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily very interested in sci-fi. Like I love X-Men films for sure. Um, but I was never, yeah, not, I wasn't really interested in sci-fi growing up, but it, it, it's right. now you know, coming into it. It's like, it's such an amazing world to be in. Like it, it's fascinating. And I feel like, I kind of missed out on that growing up. Like, why wasn't I interested in that? It's, it's amazing, you know, these, these other planets or these, like, this technology that you see oh, and the tech yeah. and, and the, the, the writing and everything, you know, it kind of make, makes me feel like, oh, maybe I should have been a bit more interested in that. <laughs> I'm in it now. Yeah, I'm in it, yeah. Um, I feel like I was very much influenced by, um, I don't know, I feel like, a lot of things. Uh, Disney. Disney. <laughs> I was going to say Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much Disney. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a lot of my influences just came from like the dance world and um, uh, seeing performances and, and musicals and, and, um, and then like seeing those actors and, and those dancers and performers portray those roles. Um, I always, uh, I remember, I mean, I wasn't that, that Avatar came out, but Avatar was one of my favorite films. Like just the way that they moved, and you know the the whole design process and everything about it made me it really transported you to like a different world. And mm. I always loved that, like seeing a movie or going to the, the cinema, or whatever, and you leave and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in the world. <laughs> and I always loved that. And yeah, def definitely. Avatar was a big influence in my life, I feel like. Um, There's going to be like five more movies soon. Yeah, I know. Ready. She's fine for a role here. Mr. Cameron, excuse me. I can't really think of too much else off the top of my head. I've always been really interested in psychological thrillers. I mean, I feel like a part of that carries with me through this production, you know, finding like little weird moments in my yeah. character and, you know, weird, like little nuances that she has and, and, you know, seeing your actors, your favorite actors in these films kind of, you pick up, you up on it yeah. subconsciously. Um, yeah. <laughs> Those are my influences, I think. A weird combination. Yeah. And Disney. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, am, I, I grew up very heavily on, on Star Wars, actually. I, like, my mum was a huge fan of the original, you know, the original you know, 4, 5, and 6, let's say, episodes 4, 5, and 6. And then I, I watched those growing up, and then I was like 7 or 8 when Phantom Menace came out, and it just blew my socks off. Yes. And I, I even had like the Obi like you could buy a costume set from like the toy shop. The toy store, and um, you could get like Obi Wan's like weird brain. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Padawan. So I used to run around that, and my my uh, my cousin had a brown bathrobe, so we'd like <laughs> Jedi the crap out of it. Awesome. And then we'd get like these weird foamy lightsabers that used to bend and swing around. And those like the the, the, the swimming. Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> that people use as that kids used to stay stay afloat. So yes. like that was, I mean, Souls was a huge part of my life, uh, all the way up to episode eight where i was in episode eight brief oh really wow um so then uh, 
yeah and i was like holy crap this is like full circle <laughs> so yeah like like i mean so was, like, and like you know i was massively into like fantasy novels and fantasy films such as mm-hmm. like lord of the rings harry potter all those sort of universes that are created and it's only when you're on a on a sci-fi set you realize how much imagination this comes from the human imagination and millions of references you know from you know isaac asimov's books all the way up to star trek to star wars to all of that stuff 2001 space odyssey and it you know you can see you can see where the influences have landed and how they go to feed this world and um there's this in, in professor Charles off uh there's a map of our galaxy yeah. a, a pandora map of the galaxy yeah which is so cool yeah it's amazing <laughs> you look at it and you're like we're going there yeah. we're going there it's yeah. us and like there's the rim and there's this is the Zarian planet and these are the bad guys oh my god they're coming they're not far away you know so it's your brain just yeah. like trips out and suddenly you believe it you, you look at a solar system map and you believe it you're it's in a, it's a full universe that you're immersed in and like you know that came from a combination of human imagination yeah. you know and it just makes you appreciate the power of you know and then we've got an amazing um production designer this year called Alexi. I don't know his last name, I'll probably find that out. But um, Alexi has just amazing. taken oh. the sets to another level. Completely, yeah. Like we had a tour, Mark took us on a tour when we arrived and I was just like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, some of the new stuff, I'm not going to say names, I'll point fingers, but some of the new sets are just like... Out of this world, really. <laughs> yeah. Nicely done. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Very nicely put. Thank you. I was going to say that. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, the human imagination is, is a uh, weapon when used the right way. And sci-fi, sci-fi and fantasy for me has always been a way that you really make people believe in a world that you've created out of your mind. Mm-hmm. So this is for me. This is this is that. You know, sci-fi has always done that for me. Um, Mm-hmm. And we've just done right, you know. Sometimes it's done not so right, and you kind of pick holes. But I think what you said earlier about, um, you know, the little details like the class, the class system, the class divide, you know, wealth versus versus poverty. Mm-hmm. It's very much. I think that's what grounds the show so much. Themes like that, very human themes that you could put in any sort of high school teen drama, or whatever. They don't gloss over that, mm-hmm. you know. We don't, we, you guys, you guys yeah. don't gloss over. Yeah, yeah you, buddy. You <laughs> Peter, that's for you, baby. Uh, <laughs> we don't, you don't gloss over those very human things that would still be apparent in the year 2199 or, yeah. or for in 2200 at this point. I'm not sure, potentially. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's a round number. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, th- those, are the show, those are the parts of the show for me that be like, right, this person is real because yeah. they have to struggle with this very human mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. Every day that has been around since ancient ancient empires. Mm-hmm. I just keep going off on one, don't I? No, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just need. Can you like? Can you like signal? <laughs> uh, can you just do this next time? No, that's why to... I'm here. I'm here for the rambling. It's it's <laughs> what I'm all about. <laughs> What are you guys really looking forward to with the remaining uh, work for the season? Like, what's um? Mm, getting, well, you, you I guess know, maybe that's too much of a spoilery question. I, I, we don't want to reveal yeah. too much on here, but um, 
Yeah, still have another seven more weeks yet, I suppose. Something like that. Yeah. I, I'm really excited to uh, do some... Uh, what's the word? I don't want to say this spoiling anything. <laughs> um, do some travelling. Yes. Do some traveling, <laughs> exploring. Doing some exploring of neighbouring something. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I, I had one request of Mark. I asked him very nicely. Um, I was like, Mark, can I please uh, get in a spaceship at some point? <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know we'll see what happens if i fulfill my wish then you know that i'm a happy boy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nicole how about you yeah. i think um yeah oh i'm trying to keep things very excited to see where the development of of zazie as a character and and her relationships and, and her, um, I'm I'm really really excited to see how things develop, um, and just yeah, I'm just really excited to work with more of the cast and and be on set more and yeah, it's I'm just having such a good time. <laughs> like I'm having so much fun. She's like a kid at Christmas. Yeah, I'm like, hey, <laughs> <so> work. <laughs> Gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very I'm I'm very excited to see how things unfold with Zazie, um, and I mean. Peter, you would know, but I'm 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 hoping that Yeah, you do know. What the hell? I don't know everything. It's only because you know all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll wrap things up. Thank you so much to Aksha and Nicole for joining us today. You can find Aksha on Twitter by searching for Aksha04 Kumar and Nicole at underscore Nicole CMAV. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram by searching for Pandora Writers, where you can find exclusive behind-the-scenes images for the upcoming Season 2 of Pandora. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Peter Holmstrom, and we will be back real soon with more of Unboxing Pandora. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Enjoy. Thank <laughs> you.